Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to your D1TN5 for Thursday afternoon, August 6th. My name is Anthony Grassi, and I'll let you jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. According to Yahoo's Pete Thamel, the ACC has begun reaching out to search firms to begin the process of selecting its next commissioner. The league hopes to have a new leader selected by the end of the year. During an appearance on the NBC Today Show, NCAA President Mark Emmert noted that if schools can't get weekly test results back in time for a subsequent game, then they simply cannot compete. That's unfortunate, but it's the reality. Regarding concerns brought up by College Athlete Unite and accusations of the NCAA's laissez-faire attitude, Emmer disagrees, citing the definitive action taken to cancel sports in the spring and noting that student-athletes who do not feel safe can opt out of the fall season with impunity. On his level of confidence that the football season can be played, Emmer says it depends on how the country continues to respond to the pandemic, saying, quote, we need to all do better at the way we're handling this. Sports Illustrated's Ross Ellinger observes that after several months of delaying the inevitable, the fate of fall sports is finally in the hands of the D1 Council. Ellinger adds the expectation among administrators and those close to council members, quote, barring something unforeseen, which isn't impossible amid a pandemic, the council will not vote to recommend the cancellation of fall championships, unquote. As for what the council will ultimately recommend to the D1 Board of Directors, Dellinger notes the votes are weighted in favor of Power 5 institutions and therefore, in the words of a high-level conference leader, quote, if anyone is expecting a decision from the D1 Council to shut down fall sports, it's not happening at this point. In scheduling updates, the ACC has released its football schedule, which will kick off on September 10th and end with the conference championship game on either December 12th or 19th. The 11-game slate will be played over a 13-week period. The WAC will table any further action in the fall season and continue planning for a mid-September start. Big Sky Athletic Directors recommend to league CEOs an eight-game conference schedule in the spring with schools' choice to play three non-conference games in the fall at their discretion. The CEOs will meet later today. The MAC President's meeting today has been delayed until Saturday, according to Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger, who reports they are expected to then discuss the future of a 2020 season and determine a format. Louisville has dismissed three members of its men's soccer team and suspended three others as a result of an off-campus party that led to 29 COVID-19 infections so far and the pausing of men's and women's soccer, field hockey, and volleyball, according to WDRB's Eric Crawford, who also notes that this is holding college athletics to a far higher standard than most in the general public are held to. West Virginia Athletic Director Shane Lines reveals that if the NCAA does cancel Division I fall championships, it is not a guarantee that the Power 5 conferences will cancel fall sports. He also notes that there has been discussion among the Power 5 conferences to have championships at the end of the season, irrespective of an NCAA cancellation. Regarding the Mountaineers' past fiscal year, Lyons says the department finished a little over $5 million in the red, but the upcoming budget is not looking good. Currently, WVU is $12 million in the hole, and losing two more home football games would increase that deficit to $18 million. Florida A&M Athletic Director Courtney Gauthier told members of the FAMU Board of Trustees the department will reduce scholarships by 10% in each sport, not renew OPS assistant coaches' contracts, and reduce salary by 7% across the board. Gauthier saying, quote, I'll be taking a 7% salary reduction and making a $5,000 contribution to the Rattler Athletic Fund. We're going to do everything we possibly can. We're going to continue to fight like hell to provide our kids with a first-class student-athlete experience. North Carolina Athletic Director Bubba Cunningham indicates that if fall sports and men's basketball seasons are shortened or canceled, the Tar Heels could lose up to $52 million in revenue. Indiana Athletic Director Scott Dolson says IU is trying to put together all type of contingency plans but has not considered a loan program similar to the Pac-12. Sources convey to CBS's John Rothstein and Stadium's Jeff Goodman that conferences are considering holding basketball games in a bubble-type setting. Goodman cites the Big East and the Big Ten in particular as having discussed the bubble, but both report it is one of several options currently being considered. In return to campus and competition updates, 
Florida State has released its revised 2020 football schedule, which will limit stadium capacity to 20 to 25%. The school is still working with season ticket holders to review how the tickets will be distributed. Iowa Athletic Director Gary Barta says that if fans are permitted in Kinnick Stadium for the five Big Ten home football games, tickets will be sold on a single-game basis and not as a season ticket. Illinois will test football student-athletes daily, according to head coach Levy Smith, and Sports Illustrator's Ross Salinger estimates the bill for doing so would be around $300,000 a month. Texas Tech recently tested 168 student-athletes, coaches, and staff for COVID-19 with zero positive tests. Maryland head football coach Mike Loxley announced the formation of the National Coalition of Minority Football Coaches, which will seek to identify and groom coaches of color, male and female, for upward mobility, as well as create a list of candidates that will be vetted by a board of directors comprised of former Baltimore Ravens GM Ozzie Newsom, Alabama head coach Nick Saban, Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin, former longtime Indianapolis coach GM Bill Polian, UNLV athletic director Desiree Reed Francois, and several other notable figures. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Thursday afternoon, August 6th. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates and what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grazi, and we will see you next time.